Welcome back to the Culture of Splife podcast. I'm your host, Josh Crago, and uh, Rod will be coming in here in a moment. Drew won't be with us here again this week, um, but uh, possibly be back next week. So we've got an action-packed show today. Um, got a lot to, lot to unpack in a short amount of time. Uncle Joe's trivia will be back. Uh, so we'll, we'll have some, uh, some good trivia questions here in the next couple minutes. Um, but as always, you can follow us at anywhere social media exists. So that's at Culture of Splife. So any social media outlet that you use, we are there. So check us out at Culture of Splife. So Rod is coming in here right now. Hey. hey. Welcome, Mr. Bradley. Indeed. Nostradamus himself. I try to be as much as possible. <laughs> now, if I can just be that in the financial sector, then we'd be all there, good to go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No doubt. When's Bitcoin going to hit it big, right? Yeah. If, if I can figure that, that one number. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to go ahead and get started here. Like I said, we've got a lot to talk about today, and Uncle Joe is back, right? So we're going to kick it off with Uncle Joe's trivia. So the, the first question of tonight is there are oh let me let me rewind so name the last four nba coaches to be fired after winning an nba championship that's a good one i think we'll have a lot of a lot of action on that simply because there's been a lot of action on coaches <laughs> <laughs> there has absolutely so um yeah, I, I thought that would be a, a good one. I got two two good NBA ones for today, since obviously it is yeah. the season, right? No doubt. The second question is, who is the last NBA coach to win an NBA championship in his first year as head coach for the organization? That should be a good one, too. Yes, yes. I think you'll so, have a lot uh, of people thinking. Uh, I think you may have a lot of people thinking of that one right off the top of their heads. I don't know if they would get it right. But. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we don't have anybody uh, anybody in here to comment yet because they're probably confused since we're starting probably seven minutes earlier than we normally do, right? I mean, but. <laughs> what do we usually say if you're uh, – if you're uh, – if you're – Early, you're on time. If you're uh, on time, you're late. So yep. I guess everybody prescribed to that philosophy of thinking that we would be late, which would be our own time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're batting a thousand for sure. So, <laughs> but hey, we were able to uh, to get through, get on, no technical hey. difficulties. So we were able to be on at eight o'clock. Look at hey, that. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberger. Yeah. Yeah. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Hey, that, that's that's making progress. Like uh, every week, we strive to get better. Just like uh, you know uh, the great success story we had last night in the NBA, right? Oh yes, definitely, no doubt. Yeah, I mean Nostradamus Rod, tell us what you told us before the playoffs even started. No, no, I want you to actually go through because you're usually very good at at talking about all these things that I've mentioned beforehand, and they end up happening. So, all right. So we all know that you picked UConn to win the national championship. And I, 
I talked to you about that in January, if you recall. Even yeah, I was gonna say before the conference tournament mm -hmm. for certain. I remember that because I was big on UCLA, mm -hmm. and then I remember UCLA lost to Arizona in the conference mm -hmm. tournament. But you mm -hmm. had already called UConn to win the national championship at that I, point. Yeah, I'd say that I felt like they had the the, the pieces. And then I also saw the run that went on like back in November with when they were just beating everybody by double digits. And we're talking about like Alabama and like some of the more elite teams. And yeah, I know they, they hit that stretch where they lost with like five in a row or something like that. But when it counted, I could see that that's the type of team that would be hard to beat. That's right. Now, I didn't think they would be quite as dominant as they were. But then again, that also had to do with some busted brackets, but it doesn't matter who they would have played. They were, they were, they were. Right, right. Exactly. And then we move on to the NBA where you said before the playoffs started, the Lakers have an easy, easy journey, easy trip, easy way to get to the Western conference finals. Yep. And that was them I mean, having to beat the number two seated Memphis Grizzlies. Cause I Not said great. they were that without Grizzlies Steven Adams team, and Jaron Jackson. Yep. That Grizzlies team didn't have Clark didn't have uh, the Australian guy. Uh, and, and Jackson was banged up, too. And then, of course, Ja was yeah. banged up. Ja was banged up because, as we all know, the uh, the court is undefeated, right? Yes. You hit the court that many times, <laughs> yes. it's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. They breeze through the Grizzlies. We talked about old Dylan last week, so we'll yep. pass on him. Uh, they win by 40. <laughs> like the, just like the Grizzlies are passing on him. Exactly. <laughs> no doubt. And then here we are. Last night, probably everybody picked the Warriors to even the series. Mm -hmm. And here come the Lakers. Yep. Right. And not yep. only the Lakers, kind of an unsung hero. Lonnie Walker. Lonnie the Walker. The fourth. Happened. In happened. game four. Yes. Yes. He happened. Yes. Yes, but uh, yeah, just going back, uh, and you know, we had we had discussed it, and I said that just with the way the playoff bracket fell for the Lakers, like you said, you you got a very wounded Grizzlies team. Um, I, I even just said like it felt like they had maybe just been playing together for like ten games, but you had a AD and LeBron back, and then I I just said that whether the Kings or the Warriors came out of uh, their series the Lakers just had a better matchup with them. And so I just I, – I felt like they were a team uh, that would be into the Western Conference Finals. And, you know, if they win this one here, you know, I, I felt like they get to the Western Conference Finals, maybe they lose in like six games or something like that. Um, but, you know, right now – They've got a shot. I didn't say they were going to win it yet, but they've got a legitimate shot to actually win the championship this year, I feel like, with the way they play defense. Like, if Davis doesn't get hurt and he's playing defense at the level he's playing right now, I think they've got a good, good shot. Exactly. You know, we talked about Bubble Murray last week. Mm -hmm. How about Bubble AD? Yes. Because that's exactly what he did when they won the championship. I mean, he was just dominant. Dominant. I mean, I mean, a complete dominant defensive presence. And what most people don't even remember about him is when he was at Kentucky and they won the championship, everybody's like, oh, he's just so dominant. He only scored five points in that championship game, but he had like 17 uh, rebounds and like an ungodly amount of block shots. In fact, you know, and so 
it was his defensive presence that delivered in college, and, and it's the same way here. That's that's where he greatly impacts the game the most. That's so, right. Absolutely. So. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you, you know, obviously the name of our show is Culture of Splife, right? And that means that's the intersection of sports and life. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned Lonnie Walker. Yes. I mean, was that not a life lesson last night? Oh, big, big time life lesson. In fact, um, I've heard a lot of uh, coaches just uh, talking about the fact, particularly at the high school and AAU and, and, and even some collegiate levels that are wanting to talk about utilizing his story, which one of the biggest things that he talked about was just the fact that, uh, you know, he didn't allow the adversity of not being able to play to just impact what he decided to do day in and day out. And he even talked about um, wanting every day to be better than the day before and just to be patient and understanding that if I continue to sacrifice, if I continue to get better each and every day, just a little bit at a time, that I would eventually have a breakthrough. I would eventually have that that uh, that moment that comes. And you know, I know we've been in the sales profession before, and what is it, Zig Ziglar, what he used to say, he said that uh, success is when um, uh, preparation meets opportunity, right? That's right. That's exactly what happened uh, last night there. And so, so just, and, and, and like we talk about with life, like the biggest thing, and, and you've got kids in sports, I've got kids in sports, and just, just in general is there's just such a, well, partially it's in the, you know, in, in gratitude, but it's just a, everything's just supposed to happen right away. If it doesn't happen right away, you know, like you screw this, it's somebody else's fault, or it's time to go to the transfer portal if I don't get a starting job, right? Right. This is the prime example of of what happens when you just stick with it. Like we we've, we've been talking about Jalen Hurts for all for for the last several weeks, mm-hmm. right? And talked about his success story where he's one. Of, I mean, he for about two to three weeks he was the highest paid quarterback in the in the NFL. <laughs> um, but how he lost his starting job at Alabama. He still, the next year, was able to be a success story coming off the bench in the same way that he lost his job. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you even brought up the fact that he was benched the year before in the middle of, of, of the playoff chase for the Eagles. And and look at where he is now. Like, that's just a story. But we don't see that. How often, I mean, like, you know, it, that, that's transfer portal, uh, you know, or, or the, the Lonnie Walker situation. Like, it just, you know, so this is just a lesson that, that patience and, 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 and perseverance, it just, it, it, it makes a difference, right? Absolutely. I mean, remember, Lonnie Walker was a first-round draft yeah. pick out of Miami to the San Antonio Spurs. And as we were talking about in pregame, I don't even know how he got to the Lakers. Yeah. I don't know if he was DFA'd or, or mm-hmm. what happened. But all of a sudden, he's on the Lakers. Game one, he plays zero minutes. Mm-hmm. DMP, coach's decision. Mm-hmm. Game two. The Warriors win by 27 points, and he plays, I think, the whole fourth quarter, yeah. 12 minutes, scores nine points mm-hmm. on four of six shooting. And that's when Darvin Ham was kind of like, hmm, mm-hmm. wait a minute. And then he played a good bit in game three. And then in game four, he played 27 minutes. Mm-hmm. And But obviously, everybody's talking about the last 12. I mean <laughs> – we were barely back from commercial break, and he's already hitting that first jumper to start the fourth quarter. Yeah. And it was like, 
wait a minute. <laughs> you texted last night like Lonnie Walker. And uh, and then, you know, I, I had to throw up a Jordan meme. You know, it was the one from game, uh, game one in the uh, 92 finals when he hit like six threes in the first half. And he was just like this after, after making that six one. I mean, that's all you can say about Lonnie Walker. Right. Fourth quarter Lonnie Walker. That's right. Was, was just amazing. And, and just even an aside to that too, what we were just talking about from a life standpoint, like I know there's like literally kids on my daughter's AAU team that if you took them out for like three minutes, they're like, they're done. Well, I want to be on another AAU team. I mean, it's just, it's worth, right. But right. I mean, like, and, but you got this as just such a great lesson. So we talk about fourth quarter Lunny coming through. What's going on with fourth quarter Steph Curry this playoffs, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> and now this just, just, you know, I mean, he basically started the wave with the basketball while he was on the floor for that jump ball. Like, what in the world's going on? Yeah, he makes this heroic corral of the of the ball, you know, on the jump ball. He's on the ground. They have a timeout. <laughs> I mean, he's really and scared he of those. Right <laughs> and he <laughs> looks like out. a kid on Christmas Day, all excited to look back to see where the ball goes. <laughs> There's nobody behind him. <laughs> I mean, I think that's something I've, I've seen on like the playground at elementary, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm open, I'm open. <laughs> yep, exactly. And then you had, uh, you know, before we get into our friend Jordan Poole, you know, so if, if Lonnie Walker is the hero of that game, Jordan Poole is the goat of the series so far, yeah. I would say. And and, 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 and we mean the, the literal goat, not like what everybody else thinks about goats right now. Or exactly. Some of the people who are self-proclaimed right. goats, too. So. Right. Yeah, but, we are not trying to put him in the uh, Jordan-LeBron no. conversation, I promise. No, no, no. He's <laughs> a literal goat. <laughs> I mean... You know, I, like you, you were talking in pregame about his stat line the last few games. It's horrendous. Oh, like, yes. Josh, like you tell our listeners about this. So, so he has he had six points in game two. Mm-hmm. He had five points in game three, mm-hmm. and he had zero points and only played ten minutes in game four. Mm-hmm. And what's his contract again? Uh, Thirty million a year, I believe it was four one twenty. Maybe five one fifty, but thirty million dollars a year. He averaged twenty points a game in the regular season, kind of like Clayton Kershaw for the yeah. Dodgers, right? Yes. A stud during the regular season when nobody cares. Mm-hmm. But then, what do you do when it matters? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> he has he has been in the uh, in the news quite a bit for his personal life. Yes. So, so I mean, unfortunately for. Uh, for him, I mean, well, fortunately for him, they're not like his his uh, salary isn't performance based at this point, or else you know, it'd be it'd be pretty hard to uh, have five hundred, you know, half a million dollars for dates, right? Right. What's the girl's name again? Ice Spice. Yeah. I don't even know who that was, but that that the only thing ice right now for him is the way he's shooting the ball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. And maybe the one around his neck that if he doesn't keep, if he's not careful, he's going to be pawning here in five or seven <laughs> <Yes>. years. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Call AI and ask him how that works out, you know? I, I, I mean, you know, like, uh, 
you know, his last name is Poole, and right now he couldn't hit water from a boat. <laughs> exactly. But it's not all Jordan Poole. Not all Jordan Poole. No. Right? We had Draymond Green. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, oh yes. But in the first half, he passed the ball to the Lakers bench because uh, Gary Payton Jr. ran into the tunnel or something. So he wasn't where he was supposed to be. He just randomly ran off the court in the middle of the game and went to the tunnel. <laughs> I don't know if, if yeah, I, you know, we're, we're just going to leave that alone. I don't know if he was injured or if he had an emergency, but it doesn't matter. He just ran off the court. And so Draymond threw the ball to the Lakers bench. Well, then with 26 seconds oh, left, oh, yes. Golden State down a point. He gets an offensive rebound off of Steph Curry's 29-footer. Back up. Has Dennis Schroeder on him. And what and does he kicks do? kicks it back out to Steph. This is exactly I mean, I, I, when I saw that, I was like, he didn't even turn around. Like, he was under the goal with, like you just said, uh, Schroeder right on him. And he just, I mean, he didn't even think just to turn around and lay it up. His first thought was to just kick it back out the step. That's right. We remember who did that against Trey Young a couple years ago, right? <laughs> ben Simmons. Oh, man. I mean, his head was just, just completely whacked. And then we even talked about uh, something that was very similar to that, too, was obviously the J.R. Smith episode. Uh <laughs> In the NBA Finals game one in 2018, when he literally had the ball, he just go up and he dribbled it backwards, just thinking that they were ahead by one instead of ties. So. That's right. So he kicks it out to Steph, and then Steph throws up a shot like it's the last second shot. Like it's one of his patented three-quarter court that he made against the Grizzlies a few years back. Yeah. But there were 14 seconds on the shot clock when he threw it up. I, I don't know what he was doing. So kids, then, as you can you make rec ball mistakes. What's yeah, that? I was about to say, kids, you can make rec ball mistakes and get paid forty million dollars a year. Exactly. <laughs> no doubt. Be six one. You know, be uh, impress people when you're able to dunk the basketball. But hey, as long as you can shoot it, mm -hmm. it's all that matters. Yep. That's all that matters. So then. That last possession, Draymond Green, why is he bringing the ball up the court? I mean, you have arguably the best ball handler in the NBA. And where was he on that play? Draymond Green dribbles right up, about runs out of bounds, and then throws the ball to AD. Really? <laughs> and then AD, yes. AD doesn't call a timeout. And there's a jump ball. I mean, kids, don't watch that that last minute of the game. That was bad basketball. I mean, you would never think that most of these guys have four championships. Exactly. And there's, you're still on the same team that you won the championships with. Kind of would think that you've done this a few times to know those situations. That's right. Exactly. But apparently not. That's for sure. No doubt. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. They can close it out tomorrow night. So if they do that, those old heads will be able to rest a little bit because, you know, Phoenix and Denver is going to go to seven. I mean, that's oh, an yeah. insane now, that, series. That, that, that series is totally going to happen. I, I fully expect uh, the Nuggets to win tonight. I think the Phoenix will win probably handily in game six. And then I think you're going to have, like, you know, get your popcorn ready oh, in yeah. game seven. Absolutely.
No doubt. So last thing on the on the Lakers. I don't know if you saw this, but JJ Reddick, did you hear what he said? I did not. I can't believe I didn't send this to our, our chat. He said that Anthony Davis is the most inconsistent player he's ever seen. At his ceiling, he's Joel Embiid. At his floor, he is JaVale McGee. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, the only person checked in the fool there is, is J.J. Reddick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly I mean, right. JaVale was, a, was, a, was the most decorated star of Shaq in the fool. Right. Uh, but <laughs> exactly right. And, and, and I don't know, like, I, I, I thought it was pretty disrespectful for Davis to not even be named second team all defense in the NBA as well. Right. Like, that was crazy, too, like, uh, that, that came out today. But that's because I mean, he plays every other game. Yeah. Oh, and he didn't play a whole lot. I think he only played in like 40 yeah. games all season. Yeah, I think they said it was like 56 games or something. 56, today, okay. Yeah. Uh, but. Your defensive player of the year played in like 50 something games too. So oh, it was really wow. just one of those things where they just straight up disrespected him. But uh, I mean, and the media is disrespecting him as well right now, too. So now, granted, he is, he is inconsistent, but let's just think about it. Like, how many players in the history of the NBA could you say that over the course of a five, six, or seven game series? were like great in just about every game outside of say a Jordan or a Kobe or a Shaq or something like that. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, yes, we, he should be an elite player. The majority of the time should not be just an enigma game in and game out. But I mean, the way that, but you got to get guy, double figures. Yes. You got to get double figures every game and there are games that he didn't get double figures. Oh, I know. And Can there's some rebound? games where he like took five shots nope. a half, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, two games ago, three games ago, he had, I think, seven rebounds in 36 minutes. Yeah, pretty And bad. Looney had eight rebounds in seven minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, and then the last thing was that Pat Bev and uh, Russell Westbrook are talking about how they want a ring. If the Lakers would. Yeah. You know, I think. What's really sad here is the best chance of them getting the ring is to be let go from that team to get better players and then them just kind of collect on the ring that they didn't have to. I mean, like, that's that's literally where we are with them right now. Exactly. If I remember correctly, a couple years ago, there was a player who played on both teams in the championship. Yes. So he got a ring regardless. I can't remember yeah. who it was, but I remember that. Uh, was it DeMarcus Cousins? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I don't know. I think it may I'll have to look that up. Yeah, because it was, uh, wasn't it like the, um, was, I was wondering, was it the Raptors and Warriors that year? Hmm. We'll have, to, uh, we'll, we'll have to look it up. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's going to drive me crazy. Okay. Um, all right, let's. Let's kick it over to, to the Indianapolis Colts in the NFL. Come on, Jim Irsay. Come on, Jim Irsay. Oh, man. Tampering <laughs> with Andrew Luck. Okay, so so let's, let's even un unpack this. 
this, this scenario here. This would be the scenario that they're complaining about. Andrew Luck, after multiple years, decides to unretire after years of emotional and physical pain, losing self-confidence, organizational mismanagement. He decides to just get back in the fray after all of that for the chance to play for Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. That's comical to even say, right? Right. Like there, I mean, we don't. We've got like we've got toddlers that wouldn't even believe that scenario at this point. But that that's the scenario that Mister Ursay is arguing. Right. Needs to be handled. Yeah. It sounds like a, a marketing term that that I learned back in the day um, that I use to this day in sales. I think Jim Mercer has a little cognitive dissonance, a little <laughs> yes. buyer's remorse, right? Yeah. Anthony Richardson, maybe not our franchise quarterback. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't think so either. Because why, why is this only coming out now? Yeah. Why are the Colts reporting that there was tampering two or three years ago? Yeah. It, unbelievable. And, I mean, let's look, look at the quarterbacks they've gone through here. I mean, Carson Wentz, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Um, I mean, Philip Rivers. Bill, yep. Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically ran Peyton Manning out. Yeah. He goes for, and gets a ring. Luck. I mean, remember yep. the model was suck for luck. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. So you know, and and don't forget, Carson Wentz wasn't free. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. you could probably play like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon and look back and see who the Eagles got. for Carson Wentz in the draft because I'm sure there were some pretty sizable assets that are playing regular season games. Yeah. While the Indianapolis Colts win 10 of their first, what, 14 games? Yes. And lose three in a row two years ago with Carson Wentz and the last one being the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. And, And I mean, they got beat like handily in that game. I think and they were like the a fourteen-point favorite, yeah. and they lost by like twenty. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part of it too. Is and, and you know they were still under that narrative of Wentz just had just some unfortunate luck with injuries and everything, but the Eagles would have still been where they were even if he had, you know. Right. Exactly. We clearly see that uh, as uh, Dennis Green used to say, Wentz was who we thought that's, he was. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> No well, doubt. And well, I do agree we, with you on that. There's a there's a lot of buyer's remorse going around. And so we've got to find something to, to deflect and, and be upset about and create a diversion from our right. bad choices as a management. I, I know this isn't pile up on Carson Wentz time, but then he goes to the commanders and lays an egg over yeah. there. <laughs> oh, so, hey, man. they got to get back. I mean, you know, it's just, it's bad. Yep. No doubt. So, all right, you ready for the the Uncle Joe's trivia answers? Oh, let's 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 bring them on. All right. So the first question I had was, who are the last four NBA coaches to be fired after winning an NBA championship? Mm-hmm. And the answer to that question is. The Los Angeles Clippers head coach 
Ty Lue. That's the one. Was fired by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Then you had um, Frank Vogel mm -hmm. in the 2020 uh, bubble, the bubble championship. Then you had, oh, I missed one. In 2019, yes. you had Nick Nurse, yep. right? The same Very. guy um, that won, yeah. He won in 2019 with the Raptors. Yeah, he won with first year Kawhi, right? Yep. I mean, Kawhi comes over from San Antonio, he wins the championship, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's what have you done for me lately, yeah. I guess. Uh, then, of course, Vogel, like I said, and then uh, Buddenholzer. Yes. I'm probably saying his name wrong. But no, that's, that's right. 2021. And, and <coughs> probably the head coach of the year in 2021. Correct. Loses. And, to I mean, the, he had the best record in the NBA this that's year. Right. right. That's exactly right. And, and, I mean, they were trying to get rid of him the year he won it. They were like, uh, if you don't get to the championship, you know, then, you know, you're going to be fired here. So that's just – and here's what's crazy about those four is you look at Ty Lue, won his championship in 16, then he gets fired in 18. Uh, Vogel won the championship in 20. Yeah. He gets fired in 22. Yeah. Now Buttonholzer. Wins the championship in 21, gets fired in 23. So three of the four were fired two seasons after winning the championship. Yeah, How crazy right. is that? Now, the nurse, he was still a pretty solid coach as far as, I mean, they were making playoffs and everything else, but they was, we're four seasons removed. Right. So, That's I mean, true. you know, so people are starting to look like, well, we don't – the direction doesn't look good, but – that's just kind of crazy. Right. And I mean, and then, look at look at that team. I mean, they have Van Fleet, yes. who can score 50 in one game and seven in the next. Yeah. Then you have Siakam, who's inconsistent. And then you have uh, Scotty Barnes, inconsistent. Yep. So, Not I mean, when I went here. to that Knicks-Raptors game, Scotty Barnes took over. Mm -hmm. And then... I kind of got on the Raptors bandwagon. They went and played Utah. I was like, oh, they'll beat the Jazz. I don't know. Scotty Barnes forgot to show up yeah. that game. That was I mean, milk card Scotty. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Then the second question was, who is the last NBA coach to win the NBA championship in his first year as a head coach? Mm -hmm. And the answer to that, and I almost gave it away, a minute ago, I know you heard it. <laughs> Was Nick Nurse? Yes, yes, yes. Got old Kawhi from San Antonio. Kawhi hits the twenty-two footer. Yeah. Uh, against Philly, it bounces. I think it's still bouncing on the rim. It's still bouncing. I, I, I mean, it. that was Disney movie. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the way it was bouncing around there. Tiger Woods in the Masters with that ball stopping on the swoosh and then dropping into the yes. cup. You know. <laughs> insane so rod pretty pretty uh big weekend we have this weekend right ah there's no doubt this is what's this going is on this our, weekend this is our weekend we we show mama's love all the time but we got to show them extra love for the mother's day weekend right that's right and so i mean you know we're we're a sports and life podcast and you know we you know we got a ton of people that watch us and listen and follow that are just huge sports enthusiasts and athletes and, and everything else and so one of the things that we talked about in pregame and one just in general is just talk about is just how important mothers have been 
in the sports world, just in general. Like we, it was a couple of days ago, we were talking about how uh, back in the day uh, when somebody scored a touchdown or, or made, you know, uh, you know, a big shot in a, in a, in a game or, or crushed a home run. Like what was the first thing? It was, Hi mom, you know, in front right. of the camera, that was back in the day. That's what we, that's what we used to do. And, and we even just talk about it now, like mothers are pro probably the biggest cheerleaders you will ever see. Uh, is I mean, they're the ones typically making the sacrifices, getting, getting kids to these events and, and uh, you know, being three places at one time. And, and uh, you know, we, we even joke around like uh, Miss Kelsey there, you know, they, they're the ones that they got two sons when they got, you know, half, half the Jersey on this side and the other half here. And, and uh, you know, and, and usually when, when we see these athletes get that big contract, what's the first thing they do? They take care of moms, That's right? right? They get mom the house. Or they take care of mom's bills, or, or all the sacrifices that uh, that that she, uh, you know, made just to put them in a position to to fulfill their dreams or, or their God-given gifts. And so, you know, that's just one of the things that it's important to just look at and reflect on uh, this this weekend. So, you know, we you know uh, they always just say that you know if, if you want the household to be happy, mama needs to be happy. So that's right. We we really suggest that all you listeners out there make sure that mama's happy this weekend. Right? That's and right. Show her the appreciation uh, for all the things that uh, they they've done and they sacrificed, and quite frankly, all the things that they put up with. Like I just I, I look around like now uh, being a, a dad myself, and I'm like, oh my goodness, what in the world my parents have to put up with here? I, I can't believe they did it. So. So yeah, absolutely. So do y'all have plans for Sunday? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go ahead and take care of mom. Uh, there's some things that uh, she's been wanting us to do around um, big gardener and all these other things, and so we're gonna just show appreciation, take care of that. And then we got a few little surprises that I can't really say on this podcast just so it didn't get around. That's but, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to definitely uh, do that and uh, let that be a day where mom gets to sit back and, 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 and chill out and we take care of her. What about you, Mr. Craig? Go. You know, about the, about the same, you know, get up, go to church, have a nice lunch. Um, you know, at, at whatever restaurant mom wants to go to, which Make will sure probably turn out to be whatever the kid, wherever the kids want to go. Uh -huh. But, uh, you know, that'll be the plan anyway. Yes. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you know, probably have some some uh, surprises as well that we can't yeah. talk about because, you know, our moms as well as our wives are some of our biggest listeners. So yes. um, I know I know my wife is normally on here listening, but uh she and, and the kids are watching Puss in Boots in the in the uh, room next door, so uh, they're gonna have to catch it on demand. But they having a break tonight from Dance Moms. That's right, no Dance Moms tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right, man. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap it up for tonight. That's right. Uh, another another great show. Um, and and y'all remember, we're not trying to be talking heads. You've got people for that. You know, you've got the, uh, the old boxing guy who's now on whatever, um, Get Up or whatever, Max, Max Kellerman. Max yeah. Kellerman, yeah. You've got Stephen A. Smith. You've got your Sports Center anchors. You have Shannon Sharp and, and the clown who works with him. 
you know, you have, you have lots of talking heads and we like to bring a different perspective. We like to talk about things that if you watch these shows, you haven't heard mm-hmm. yet. But if you have, let us know because that's not what we want to do. We want to bring um, our opinions and we want to hear your opinions and we just want to make it a great show every week. Um, you know, obviously we're going to have more, more guests. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had a, a former guest reach out to us asking if we needed help again this week. So I guess he had fun, you know, several weeks back when he was on the show. So, um, you know, we're, we're definitely going to have guests. We're going to continue to bring as much sports knowledge as we can, as well as as much life life lessons. Malcolm last week really taught us a lot about accountability. Oh, so so, absolutely. So we will continue to, to have shows that we not only talk about sports, but we also talk about life. I know that we talked a lot about AAU and I have a story for y'all next week that we didn't get to this week. So uh, we'll, we'll save that for next week. But as always, continue, us to find, continue to find us on all social media platforms. You know they're all out there. There. I don't need to go through all of them. We're at Culture of Splife. So we appreciate you listening today. If you have any feedback at all, please don't hesitate to give it to us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you like what you hear, subscribe. So it'll show up in your feed all the time. And if you don't, just don't review us. Send us a message directly so you don't hurt our ratings. Uh, but until next Tuesday, we've enjoyed it as always. We'll see you next Tuesday at 8 o'clock.